Hey everyone, Dr. Mike from Chiropractic Masters International. I have uh, my good friend, uh, Dr. Tabor Smith, who's on with me. He's just joining me here in a second. And you know, this is part of our, our podcast series, uh, my practice building growth strategies. And you know, I met Tabor uh, a while ago and Tabor and I have become good friends. And one thing I love about this guy, he's very innovative. He's staying on the cutting edge. Uh, I just had Tabor speak at my Prosperity Summit, and man, you know, what I love about you, Tabor, is the technology that, that you now have with the spinal hygiene movement. So I really want to talk about that for a bit because, you know, I, we, you and I had this conversation before about how spinal hygiene is, is where it's all at, how um, dentistry took over sort of that, that cavity industry and they moved into smile makers, so they're really talking about um, you know, dental hygiene. Now we can actually do the same with spinal hygiene. So let's just start a little bit about that, Tabor. Hey, for the audience that doesn't know you, just a little introduction. Uh, where are you from and, and your practices? Sure. Uh, if you, as long as you can hear me okay, let me know if you can't. Um, my name is uh, Dr. Good. Tabor Smith. All, All good, good. Uh, I practice in Houston, Texas. My wife and I are both chiropractors. Um, we run uh, what I would call a high-volume office, and uh, we also do what I would call lifetime spinal care, which means both chiropractic, taking care of the spine, uh, correcting vertebral subluxation, but also educating patients about how to take care of their spine and prevent spinal breakdown, decay, and degeneration, which is at epidemic proportions in our society today. And I think, I, I personally feel this is where we need to start going and I think a portion of, of chiropractors are already headed in this direction, this this lifetime spinal care uh, education, if you will. And here's the thing is we want to create an awareness that if you don't take care of your spine, it will break down. And if it breaks down, it will affect your overall health. And we can do this. Dentistry has already done it. Let me give you an example. I have three little boys and I've taken all three of them to the dentist soon after they got their first set of teeth to get checked. Not because I thought there was a problem, not because they had a toothache, not because there was an issue, but literally because I want them to have great dental health for their entire life. Why do we not have this for the spine? Why, why are there not children getting checked and maintaining the health of their spine and nervous system for life? Look, spinal degeneration, literally, it, we, it's a silent epidemic, so it's not on the front page of the newspapers. But it's the worst it's ever been in, in the history of the human race. We have 20-year-olds. Like I think there was a statistic put out by the Chicago Institute for, for um, Neurology Research, or I, I forget the exact um, place, but it, they said 40% of 20-year-olds have severe spinal degeneration. And, and you know, a lot of people will say it's just caused from old age or genetics or all these things. 20 years old, that's not old, and that's not, and we didn't used to see that 10, 20, 30 years ago. It's because of sedentary lifestyle, poor postures, um, technology, computers, cell phones, and all these things that, all these stresses that are adding up are literally breaking down the spine at faster rates than ever before. And so it's our mission to educate so the public Tabor. about this. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And so, so true, man. I remember when I was a kid, my parents used to throw me outside to go out and play, right? We were active. We didn't have the computers uh, that the kids have nowadays. Very sedentary. You know what's interesting? Because you said something that really hit home with me. Is I'm seeing a lot of kids coming into Shreen's practice. And you're seeing a lot of uh, the asthmas. You're seeing a, a lot of 
emotional problems like depression, anxiety, uh, autoimmune disorders. And it's almost extremely predictive that they've lost normal structure. You see a lot of scoliotic patterns. You see a lot of loss of uh, normal uh, arc of life, the, the C-shaped curve in the neck. And you can almost predict what their spines are going to look like. And of course, if you tie that in with function, you're looking at neurological integrity, you're going to see a lot of activity. So I agree with you. I mean, this is an epidemic. You know, um, yeah. dentistry did a wise thing 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's now our turn to do the same thing. So let's talk about what you have uh, up your sleeve, Tabor, to really, um, you know, sort of create that movement. Because I think that's what you're calling it. You're calling it the spinal hygiene movement, right? It, it really is, and, and, it's, and it's our goal to create awareness. Like, we need to team up and partner with some of the great institutions in our profession that are doing research. That's absolutely wonderful. They need, we need more research, but we also need somebody at the front lines building awareness. Look, we have awareness for breast cancer. We have awareness for autism. Where's the awareness coming from about spinal health? It doesn't exist. And so I think research is great, but I always ask when I when I speak in front of the audience, I have them raise their hand. How many of you brush your teeth every day, right? And, and the whole audience raises their hand. And then I say, how many of you have read a double-blind RCT trial that shows brushing your teeth is safe and effective? And nobody raises their hand. Because they, they just, there's just an awareness that if I don't take care of my teeth, it's just common sense. It just makes sense. If I don't brush my teeth, they're going to decay. We need to create that awareness for spinal health. Yes, research is important, but it's literally common sense. If you don't take care of something, it breaks down and degenerates. And there's already hundreds, if not thousands of studies that tie poor alignment, poor posture, lack of motion, weakness at, or, or, out of balance musculature of the spine, it ties all of those things to increased rates of decay, right? We know there's Wolf's Law. We know there's lack of inhibition that can cause loss of disk space. We know there are some things we can do and we can implement and, and, and that patients that are under care have a healthier spine. And so therefore we could prevent breakdown of the health of the spine. I agree. And you know, it's, it's just basically getting that message out to the public so they can actually understand that your health, your wellness is, is connected to your spine and nervous system. I mean, we've said this years. This goes back to our philosophy, one spine, one cure, right? Right. And understanding that's the only place you have to live. So what do you think the trigger is going to be, Tabor, to get the public to understand that this is connected to their sense of wellness and health? Sure. So what you just said right there, I think, is the trigger. And that is, if it's, if it's true... Okay, if it's true that there have been hundreds, if not thousands of different types of health problems and uh, symptoms that have responded positive to chiropractic, if that's true, which it is because we have tons of case studies that have already been published, I mean, you could, you could search PubMed right now and you would find, I, I'll bet you a thousand case studies that have different types of health problems that have all responded positively to chiropractic care. So that means that there was something in common with those, all of those case studies, that it was the nervous system, right, that was affecting those different types of health issues and problems, and that's why they had a good result with chiropractic. Well, if you look out in the public right now, there's also hundreds of thousands of people who have health problems. A lot of those health problems that we know have already responded well to chiropractic, they've tried everything. They've been to every doctor. They've, they've taken every pill. They've had every shot, every surgery, and yet they're still looking. Well, in my opinion, 
It's mass medical negligence not to refer somebody to a chiropractor for a spinal checkup, especially, I mean, I think it should be done in the beginning, but especially if they've exhausted all those other things and we know that those cases have been shown to respond positively to chiropractic. So building that awareness that the nervous system is something that could affect overall health and wellness, uh, tying that to chiropractic, chiropractic and showing them that the, it's already been done, and then also teaching them that there are there there's a very simple way to understand health of the spine. Like in, in chiropractic school, we learn a million ways to take care of the spine, a million techniques. Um, you know, the vertebral subluxation complex has a lot of different components. But what we try to do when we educate patients and with the spinal hygiene movement is just take it down to three simple concepts. The the spine should be healthy. And it should be healthy in three different areas, alignment, range of motion, and strength. And if we could just teach people that. And so here are some simple daily exercises that you should do to maintain alignment, range of motion, and strength. And then visit your chiropractor regularly for checkups. Like that's, that's kind of what dentists did. They said if bacteria causes tooth decay because bacteria digests food in the teeth and secretes an acid which breaks down the enamel, right? So if they said bacteria causes tooth decay, let's show the public how to brush their teeth every day to eliminate that bacteria, give them the best chance to prevent tooth decay, but then they need to get a dentist and they need to go visit that dentist regularly. And I think if we can just tie that and connect that and say, here's a simple way to do it, and then we we own that. So as chiropractors, just like dentists own dental hygiene, we own spinal hygiene, right? Um, I think that would be the way to do it. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know, that's a big impasse we're gonna have to break through because you know, we still have a lot of uh, animosity uh, by medicine, but I think if we just keep pounding on that door, I think that's where it's at because people understand, I've always said this, get on their level, get on that dental analogy level. People will get it, yeah, it makes sense. I'm doing my doctor's report, I'm talking about tooth decay, I'm talking about spinal decay, yeah, it makes sense. How long does it take to correct? Well, it takes months and, and years, yeah, they get it. And when you make that application for report of findings, they, they understand it. So I think that's what we have to do as a profession. I love the idea that you have the spinal hygiene movement. What I also love is you have a kit. You put everything together that doctors are gobbling up. You're speaking at life. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Okay, so because, the you know, I'm behind you and supporting your spinal hygiene movement, which I think is, is really the tip of the spear. So the, the kit helps us to all come together. It, it breaks it down and makes it easy, first of all. That's the most important thing. If brushing your teeth took an hour a day, nobody would do it. If you had to have a prescription to go get a toothbrush, nobody would do it. It has to be simple, easy, and effective. And so we, we took the four, the four core exercises and broke them down to make them super easy, very general. They're not unprescriptive, everybody in the family can do them, and they help preserve alignment, range of motion, and strength between your chiropractic visits, right? So we made it very easy and also uh, uh, just a turnkey, everything's done for you, patient gets all their education, you never have to touch it again type of a, a thing so we could implement, because my hope is that it will bring us all united in this one message that here's what you need to do to take care of your spine. That's important, okay? So let me let me explain to you um, a little bit of an analogy here. I, I pulled a, an, an audience of chiropractors. I sent out a, a poll to about 10,000 chiropractors. Now, we didn't get all 10,000 answers back, but we got several thousand answers back. And here's, here's the one question I asked. Do you practice spinal hygiene? 
And then it said, if you do, what, what do you do for it? Well, um, the poll came back and 40% of the chiropractors said, yes, I, I practice spinal hygiene. And then they said, what do they do? Well, it was kind of all over. It was like some of them do yoga, some of them do stretching, some of them go to the gym, some of them get adjusted, which all those things were great. And then 60% of the chiropractors said, no, or I don't know what you mean by spinal hygiene, okay? Which that's fine too, but it just shows, it just shows where we're at as a profession. Because watch this, what if I would have pulled a thousand dentists or, or 10,000 dentists? I guarantee you almost 100% of them would have said, I practice dental hygiene. And then not only would they have also, all of them said I practice dental hygiene, but then when I asked them what they do, they would have gave me a very similar answer on what they do on a daily basis to practice dental hygiene. So see how unified that is? And the reason why they're so unified in those, in those answers is they are taught this in school. This is dental hygiene. This is how you take care of it. This is what happens. And that's why we created the spinal hygienist certification was to try to educate, uh, you know, mass educate our practitioners on this is dental hygiene. This is what we do. And this is this is the message we want to share to the public. And if we can do that and if we can create that and build that education, which is built into our kits, um, then I think uh, we can actually get this into households and this can become a household term. And what and watch this. This will explode chiropractic, in my opinion. Uh, there was a Gallup poll that was done. It showed that 94% of Americans brush their teeth on a regular basis, on a daily basis. And that that, that number led to 50% of dentists uh, or 50% of the population visiting a dentist, right? So 94% of people right. brush, 50% of people visit the dentist, which is a large number with 320 million or whatever it is in, in the United States. 50% of them go to the dentist on a regular basis. That's why it's the second largest healthcare profession in the world. But if we compared those numbers to chiropractic right now, I would say less than 1% of people do a spinal hygiene exercise. They don't even know about it. And then that same Gallup poll, it said 2.7% uh, of people go to a chiropractor regularly, right? So if you look at those numbers, what if 94% of people did a spinal hygiene exercise every day? What would that do to our 2.7%? It would explode that. I mean, not only double, but triple, quadruple, exponentially. Like we would have to get more people going to chiropractic school to be able to take care of the amount of people that would be coming to the chiropractor just because we created an awareness and gave them exercises to do. And I think in North America, it's like 2.75. So it's less than 3% that are currently using chiropractor. You know, they always quote 10 and 15%. That's people that have seen a chiropractor, but they're not regular. And when you consider the international PVA, patient visit average. <clears throat> so this is great for the, the pain-based guys that have a low PVA, low volume. Because <clears throat> right. this is going to increase the new patient. It's going to increase retention. And what's most important is wellness. And that's what the profession is missing. A lot of guys aren't pr are practicing it. It's, it's, hey, you know, come back and see me when the pain is there. People roll in in six months. I mean, you wouldn't wait six months to brush your teeth, right? You're not going to wait till the cavity set in. And this is what the profession has got to wrap around their head. And on top of that is contradiction. When I do um, seminars, Haver, I find the average chiropractor gets adjusted once a week. Once a week. I know I get adjusted once, sometimes twice a week. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. So when you consider that, even on a wellness basis, it's safe to say that it's okay for the public to get adjusted once a week, even every two weeks, I find is optimal. 
I don't even like to wait once a month for patients. It's almost rigor mortis, especially the seniors, right? So I agree with you. We can get them into um, a spinal hygiene exercise through your movement. If we can get them on regular chiropractic adjustments, and think about it, if you went every two weeks, um, that times say $50, $1,300, it's just 110 bucks a month. For most people, that's super affordable, and you create a family rate with that too. I mean, this is not only going to improve the health and wellness of the nation, but the 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 decrease in healthcare costs is going to be tremendous. I mean, productivity goes up, sicknesses go down, uh, prescription drug use goes down, hospitalization goes down, and then we've really created a massive movement in the healthcare industry. So I think, and this is why I'm behind you 100%, why this is the first step. It is the tip of the spear. If we can get that movement and get chiropractors using this worldwide, man, it's going to erupt. So that being said, how do people find out more about you, Tabor? How do they get to, um, you know, your products, your services, or even get you to come out and speak? Sure, absolutely. Well, my personal email is drtabor at live.com, and I'm always glad to answer questions and, and talk with anybody. Um, we'll send you a link for the um, – for the kits that people can get, uh, get those through. Um, we've actually partnered with Life University's uh, postgraduate education department to bring the spinal hygienist certification, the first ever certification for that. And I think every chiropractor either themselves should be a certified spinal hygienist or have someone on their team go through that process and become a certified spinal hygienist and be able to really grow that population of lifetime patients inside your practice. Like you said, those Especially, this is a huge opportunity for those chiropractors who think they're really more pain-based and they're seeing people with shorter, you know, for shorter time periods and they don't have the retention that they want. If you can have a, a certified spinal hygienist uh, that really understands these concepts in your office, you can start nurturing that population inside your practice and that's what makes your practice valuable. I've had friends who've been in and out of this profession and the ones who have built the lifetime patients, the ones that, like you said, continue to come back and it's affordable. It's extremely affordable. It's less than a cell phone payment every month and they can take care of their master system yeah. their nervous system right um, and but creating that population inside of your practice makes your practice so valuable I've had friends who went out of business or or they got they were sick or they they had health problems and they couldn't continue to practice they couldn't sell their practice because they had nobody on the books after two weeks right and then I've had other friends who their practice is worth so much, they had a hard time selling it because it's literally making so much money because they've built that wellness population inside their office. All another chiropractor has to do is come in and start taking payments and just not screw things up, right? So I think, it, I think yeah, this I could be hugely valuable for each individual office, but also when they start looking into this is it's hugely valuable for our profession and I you know I appreciate all the support we're getting from you and from from other people because I really think we're going to make a difference in our profession and start reaching more people with this I, I think with the wellness revolution that we're seeing Tabor I think this is long overdue you know um, it, it's 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 great that you got into life the largest chiropractic college in the world and you know they're behind you on this uh, I am seeing, uh, you know, speaking to some of the real chiropractic colleges like Life and Sherman and, and, and some of those that they're moving towards a wellness base, train the doctors uh, to run a business, which is important because this is a, a product that is good for the patient. It's good for chiropractic. They can monetize it and make money. And right. people are eating up no different than, than people that would buy, 
you know, um, braces or people that would buy, um, you know, uh, you know, components for straightening the teeth. I mean, this is one of those products, Invisalign, that's what I want to say. This is one of those products that they can actually take and just like an Invisalign straightens the teeth, they can use this at home for, for spinal uh, correction, which is, which is phenomenal. So, so watch this. Like, it, I, I started thinking, why does a dentist teach dental hygiene in their office? They don't make any money off of it. At least with our kits, you literally are adding dollars to your per visit average because it, you make money selling these kits. I was like, why does a dentist give you this big old pack of toothbrush and floss and all these types of things and spend their time teaching you to take care of your teeth? Like, in fact, it seems like it seems like it would be counterintuitive. If I teach you to take care of your teeth, you're not going to be coming in as much. But see, it creates the opposite. They know and they because they've seen over the last decade that the person who brushes and flosses and takes care of their teeth, that is their lifetime patient. And they know as they build those lifetime patients up in their practice, the longer they are in practice, the more lifetime patients they get, the more their office is worth. Like that's the secret that they don't teach us is this whole concept is already being done inside the dental profession. And let me share something else with you, Tabor, and you've seen this in your practice. You know, you got people that come in in your practice in pain, and I get it. And that segment of the profession that's so stuck on pain. But when you get into correction and wellness, when you start optimizing the spine, you start to see lifestyle changes, right? And you've seen that with your practice. I mean, people Absolutely. sleep better. They have more energy, yep. less colds and flus, you know, better digestion, breathing. I mean, this goes yep. on and on. Now, when people get that, they want to maintain it. And all the chiropractor has to do is really touch that button. Hey, look at the changes yep. we've made. We got you back to state of wellness. Let's talk about your lifestyle changes. And people start rattling it off. They start to think, well, come to think about it, I'm not taking the meds. My productivity is better. I have less colds and flus. I sleep better, more energy. The list goes on and on. And they go, I, I say one thing to the patient. Do you want to maintain this? Do you want to, Do you want your body to keep expressing this? And they'll say, yeah, hell yeah. So, you know, here's your wellness care plan. And that's all doctors have to do. So yep. you take them from through that corrective model and the hygiene, you get them to wellness. And like the dentist, that's where people are going to stay with care, and that's where your PVA goes through the roof. And now I tell doctors, one, your practice will grow, your income will grow. You're not going to be waking up, you know, um, you know, on a Sunday thinking, oh, oh my gosh, what's my practice going to be like on Monday? I'm not going to have any patients there, and you're going to be not going to have to chase chase after that new patient machine all the time, which a lot of doctors do. So you know, that two percent, we get into a wellness-based model. PVA grows. People start talking, who's your chiropractor, not do you see a chiropractor, and then that's when we hit that critical mass of 11, 12%. And then it's game over because everybody's going to want a chiropractor. So congratulations. Let's go through your, your URL one more time for them to check out your product, Tabor. Sure. Uh, it is, well, there's spinalhygienist.com, uh, and then yep. the actual products, you want to check out the products, it's just spinalhygieneproducts.com. Spinalhygieneproducts.com. And, you know, for those of you who are listening to this, uh, this is live right now. We're going to replay this on, on, on Facebook as well. We're going to put it on YouTube. We're going to podcast this. So SpinalHygienist.com. Correct your spinal hygiene. So SpinalHygienist.com is about the training. And then SpinalHygieneProducts.com is about the products. Got it. Okay. So we're going to post those um, both. And doctors can um, actually go and click on those links and go directly to. Hey, Tabor, man, thanks for Thank being you. a leader in this profession. Thanks for doing what you're doing, buddy. I know that it's a lot of time. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of energy. A lot of dedication because I see you're traveling all over the place, man. I'm not worthy. I'm just going to pay homage to you, buddy, because 
I love that you're full of piss and vinegar. You have the energy. You're out there. You're doing the stuff. And, and we need people like you who are out there making a difference. So kudos to you, brother. Thank you for your support, man. I really appreciate it. Like I, you know, I told my wife, it's it's just it doesn't feel like a job because we're having fun, and uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't do anything else. I I love being a chiropractor. Yeah, ditto. I do too, man. So uh, congratulations, Tabor. And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple months again. We'll do this again, but we'll get this on the podcast so doctors around the world can hear more about you. Thanks, buddy. Thank, we'll talk to you thanks soon. Thanks for having me.